If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Yo, what's up, everybody? Since you guys all know it is tax season, I want you guys to know that today's sponsor is brought to you by Magnolia Tax Services. If you're a business owner or a high-earning individual, Take control of your finances with the tailored tax planning services of Magnolia Tax Services. Their team of certified public accounts and enrolled agents specializes in maximizing savings for individuals and businesses by utilizing the latest tax laws and strategies. From complex business structures to high net worth individuals, they'll develop a customized plan to minimize your tax liability and increase your bottom line. Don't leave money on the table. Contact our partners at Magnolia Tax Services today for a consultation and get a $100 credit towards your service by clicking the link in the show notes. That's right, guys. Like I said in the beginning, it is tax season, so you want to make sure you tap in with my guys at Magnolia Tax Service today. And once again, that link is in the show notes, and now we'll get right into the show. Yo, 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 y'all. What's good? Welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. And like as promised, I told y'all, I'm coming back with a part two of my guy will be. As y'all can see... We're getting a different vibe, different location. We just went from one studio to another back-to-back because I wanted to get this one in because he was kicking out so much game. But before we get right to the show, I'd like to advise all the listeners to please like, subscribe, comment, do all those things. And like I said on the last episode, we're doing our first ever giveaway. We give away $1,000 to the person that gives the dopest uh, review on our Apple podcast reviews. For if you feel like this show has impacted you in some way over these last few years, you've been rocking with us. Whoever gives the dopest review, we're giving away a thousand dollars. And my guy will be, he's giving, he's gonna give you his course that's worth a thousand dollars. So you're gonna get two thousand dollars worth of value if whoever leaves the dopest review and you got into the first week of June. We're gonna give, uh, we're gonna let y'all know live on the show who the winner is. But getting right to the show, man, we got, we like I said, we're getting right back to it, man. When we left. You was you was you was get you was giving out so much game on the car ride here. You was giving out so much game, but something you said to me. This is what I want to start it off with. You said, um, you said a lot of people when they talk about uh, their properties, just because you got a million dollar property, don't mean you got a million dollar. Or, or what you say, a million dollar net worth? What, what was you just saying? Uh, I was saying that um, I, there's a lot of people that they'll say that they are millionaires. Right. So they're putting out that they're millionaires, and um, it sounds good at face value. But uh, some a lot of the people that are saying that I, I've met people that have purchased a property for let's say nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and the property is worth a million dollars. But they think that because they own a million dollar property, that automatically equates to being a millionaire. So in a scenario like that, your net worth is fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> exactly. So um, you know, there's a big difference between um, millionaire status and having a portfolio worth. X amount of millions of dollars. There's a big difference with that. Huge difference. I just want you to get it. Get, I want you to touch on that because that is something you see, especially in this social media era. And another thing we talked about, and there's a reason why, like I said to you before, I've never done this before doing an episode, then and running another episode I'm humble, back. Man. When, when you said it, I thought we was over. And when you're like, <laughs> man, let's let's do another one. I'm like, man, let's go. Like, I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Man, I, I love like um, Austin. 
authenticity and been in this industry for a while now i've been across so many people that's cap that's full of it they making up all kinds of numbers telling what they success stories and you know it's full of shit he's like man whatever but when you come across people like you that's really doing it Thank authentic you, receipts you, i ain't even asked for the receipts real he showed me you, i was showing you along the way and i said listen i'm pulling up the, my bank account live. he showed me his bank account live y'all like, look i'm showing, and I'm showing <laughs> real receipts and i mean here's the thing the reason why sometimes maybe i little i go maybe a little bit overboard is because you 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 understand what what um we're going up against the machine that we're going up against the uh the the, the lack of authenticity or truth mm. that we're going up against so because a lot of people have encountered people that have been making up stories or making up false representations uh they think that everybody is doing that so i go above and beyond because i want people that are buying into my message or buying into me to have 100 percent confidence in that the information i'm providing them is not a in a position of a theory but a, in, a, in a position of a real life application that i've applied in real life so that's why you know when we were speaking and i know your audience respects you mm -hmm. and um, um you do your homework with the people that you have mm -hmm. i just want to reassure you and show you yourself like look you know and I, I mean, I showed you a bunch of the properties always, we have, man. and I'm showing you this is what's going on. This is how much I was able to pull out of that situation and stuff. And, um, you know, um, that's you, why. All I got, for the people that's listening, I'm keep it like this. He showed me his, his, he showed me his properties. He showed me his bank account. He showed me his stock portfolio. You could say something. Is it six figures, five figures, seven figures of, of, of of funds you could say that no it's, it's seven figures well, I, I, it's, it's, <laughs> no. it's, it's seven figures so i'm letting y'all know for people that's listening to this who because you know if you if you got any kind of uh wisdom just because somebody's saying something don't mean you're gonna listen but i'm here to tell you he ain't capping y'all everything he's saying he for real but i want to talk about some strategies yeah. because we you we the, the last conversation it was so much it was so powerful but i want to get into strategies now Let's so we talked about good deals and, yeah. and seeing a good deal so my question to you is what are the, the the key indicators to a good real estate deal um here's the thing i want to tell everybody right um a lot of the strategies that people are telling you or talking to you about um it doesn't work if you don't have equity real equity so if you're trying to do the burst strategy, burst strategy does not work without equity. If you're looking to flip a property, you cannot uh, flip a property properly without real equity in a property. I do also want to say to everyone, in real estate, the whole business of real estate is flipping. So when people try to categorize them as wholesalers or uh, buying holds or flipping, the reality is everything about real estate is a flip. So can I explain a little bit more? Explain, yeah. Okay, so let's go into wholesaling. The purpose of a wholesaler is to be able to find a property at the right price point that he could then figure out his, his profit margin in it and to find somebody like me to be able to buy that property at the right price so that I can see the value in it. So he's essentially flipping the contract over to me. They go your first flip. The second flip is the conventional um, style of flipping that everybody knows on HDTV. The goal is is to find a proper property at the right deal, at the right price, determine what the cost of rehab is going to be so that you could ultimately flip that property by rehabbing that property, putting it on the market, and then flipping that property to an end buyer. 
The next process that people know is buy and hold, and then utilizing strategies like I just that I described was the burst strategy. So that's the same thing with a buy and hold property. The goal is to buy that property at the right price point, put the work into the property, make sure that it cash flows, so that you could then refinance that mortgage into a, a, a long term position, so that it cash flows. So you essentially flipping that contract or flipping that mortgage. The whole industry of real estate is a flip, and in every every um, um, the common denominator in all of those examples I just gave you is buying right. You have to know what you're buying and making sure you're buying it right because you make your money on the buy, on the acquisition of a property. So too many people are buying properties not knowing why they're buying the property and then they're figuring we will figure it out later on or mm, we'll figure it out. Right, in the, right. You cannot do that because you maybe will do it and be successful the first time, maybe even the second time, but the odds are you're about to get your ass served. So you got to be careful with that. So um, going to now what we're talking about as far as flipping properties, flipping properties, it, you make your money on the acquisition, you make your money on the buy industry standard when you are buying properties when you're dealing with banks um, and, and primarily hard money lenders or even private money lenders the industry standard is 70 percent of the value of the property the arv of the property that's the industry standard now for the people that are looking to invest today in 2023 moving forward to 2024 you need to make an adjustment to that I tell everybody to go at a 60 to 65% because you have to take into account the fact that we are already at the ceiling of this market. So be prepared for a pullback. Well, so well. with the pullback, you want to be able to be able to absorb that pullback and still be profitable at the end when you put that market, that property on the market to sell. So now uh, looking for a deal, I always give this perfect example. I do a number of $300,000. Let's just say that the property, the value, the ARV value of the property, the after repair value of that property is $300,000. What you just finished displaying as an investor or a potential investor is that you are a futurist. You're able to see the future. There's going to be reasons why you're going to be able to see the future because you're going to have people that's on your team that I show you how to, I, I call it the pimp game. I show you how you pimp the people that works for you. Everybody in this industry works for you people. They hate that I say it to you, but everybody in this industry works for you. Realtors, contractors, mortgage lenders, everybody. So I show you the pimp game on how you utilize these people. By utilizing these people, these people are going to present to you certain information that you need to, and then you will be able to fact check that information, utilizing them. When they do that, based off of that, uh, um, um, the property's value is 300000 Industry standard goes at a 70%, which is what they call the 70% rule. 70% of 300000 is $210,000. Then you have to factor in your rehab costs. Of course, people are going to say, how do you figure out the rehab costs? The way I show you how you play the, play the game, you play this everywhere, all 50 states. This is not just applicable to the city that I'm in or the city that most people are promoting or marketing to you for. It works everywhere. So let's just determine that we figured out quickly that the rehab cost is $60,000. So the rehab cost is $60,000. You're going to minus from the 210, 70% um, um, uh, of the 210 is, excuse me, 70% of the 300,000 is 210. You minus the $60,000 rehab cost. What you just finished, um, was able to just finish equating to is your maximum offer of $150,000. If you're able to buy that property at the $150,000, delta, plus or minus, because in real estate, there's no fine number. Everything is a strong estimate. 
So let's say you're able to get the property at 150000 or 152000 153000 or 148000 147. You you're in the playing field. That's a deal that you need to be buying. But of course, now in the entire process, there's a lot more to it. There's, a, there's managing. There's ways you need to protect yourself when you're dealing with contractors. There's ways for you to make sure you fact check contracts and everything else like that. But that overview of what I just gave you is industry standard. It's not an industry secret. That's how us investors approach when we're looking to buy real estate. Bro, you, yeah, man, like you, you. All right, let me ask you this: What's the best? What's the best way to meet a contractor? The best way to meet a contractor, man, listen, man, you're going to have me give up on the play. They got to join this mastermind, man. <laughs> talk to talk. I'm going to give you one good way. Well, let's get um, it. Referrals is cool. But I also want to say referrals are cool, but a reference or a referral is not a guarantee. So just because somebody referred you and told you that my man did my kitchen for me or my, a friend of mine rehabbed my property for me does not guarantee that they're going to be delivering the work to your standards of uh, the standards of what you need and in the time frame that you need. So that's one good way for you to meet somebody is a reference. Other ways is I give a little secret that you could be doing in your area. I guarantee you there's a lot of construction going on. I guarantee there's a lot of construction going on. So drive around in your area, and as you're driving around in your area, get the hell out of your car, walk up to the construction site, ask to speak to the foreman or the general contractor, and introduce yourself. Let the person know, especially if you understand the lingo, and you understand the conversation, and if you don't understand it, I'm going to give you the whole play in my mastermind on how to do it. I'm going to have you fierce out here. And you're going to have that conversation with the, with the general contractor or the contractor or the foreman and let the person know that you are investing in the area, even if you're not currently investing in the area. You let them know that you're investing in the area, what your intentions are, what is it that you need, and if they can provide you certain information. I don't want to confuse people. It's certain information. Based off of that information, you can utilize that information for you to start figuring out your rehab course like a boss yourself to start putting in offers on these properties. Mm, yo, that's powerful. Anybody that's been in real estate, experienced anything in real estate, you know how important this contractor game is. So I make I'm, I, my, my contractors will make or break you. Literally. And I show the way I show the people the contractor play, the contractor will be terrified of you. That's what you want. You want them to be. Scared I want of you. them to. You want them to be scared of you. And why is that? Most contractors you're gonna encounter are broke. Tell, tell, tell Don't that. let them fool you because they pulled up in a nice, beautiful truck that they're leasing. Most contractors are broke. Most contractors live hand to mouth. Most contractors need the next project to come in to be able to support the continuation of the business. So when most contractors see you, they most contractors see you as an opportunity and a lifeline to keep them going. That's the type of energy I want. Reason being is because you want the contractor in that position. Because if you understand having that contract, and my, listen, my mentees will tell you, my mentees will tell you what I'm saying to you. It sounds so far-fetched off the top of your head because you're not supposed to know this. You're not supposed to understand that. When you understand how to control the money, you control the contractor. When you understand how to control the money, you control your project. If you don't know how to do that, you're done. So a co most contractors that you meet live hand to mouth. So don't let these people, because they're coming to you nicely dressed with their nice vehicle, with their clipboard, and you make it, and you want to believe that there's some gods. No, they're desperate out here. Trust me, they're desperate out here. So you want to be able to put them in a position that 
the way I show you how to go about doing it, man, they can't do nothing to you, bro. Absolutely nothing to you. And the way that I pay my contractors, people can't believe it. I'll pay my contractor in any manner that they want, as long as they follow certain protocols that I want, which we can't talk about. Yeah, right, 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 right. Right? <laughs> right? And, I, and, and, and as long as it falls within the guideline of what I want, I'll pay a contractor 100% up front. I don't care. Really? I'm not telling everybody to do so. Right, right, right. I've done it. Okay. And if the contract is stupid enough to accept that money, 100% is better for me. Why? Oh, when I work. <laughs> it's better for I me. Get, I, I get where you go. I so everybody, please, that's terrified of contractors. I understand. I've been there. I've gone through it. I still go through it, even till today. But if the, the number one thing, as long as you understand how to control the money, you will be able to control the contractor. You will be able to control your project. Mm, you going in, bro. I want to ask you this because we was talking about this on the right here. We talked about, you know, we both been on social media for a while, doing business for a while. It's impossible to go throughout this journey and not come across people that scammers. That's not who they say they are, et cetera, et cetera. So my question is, I don't care if it's real estate, any business, social media, Get people the game on how, because you've been in business a long time. Yeah. So give people the game on how to spot a scammer. You know give the them the signs. Here's, here's the thing, but I need I need people to understand, right? I'm, I'm I refuse to give the world uh, a a, a um, world world star hip hop moment because people likes to see especially our community going right. at each other, right? You're right. So I'm not going to call out the next man or the next no, no, woman. No, 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 don't do that. Right? No, no. I'm happy for you, or maybe I'm not happy for you, however <laughs> you're getting it, right? right? But here's the thing. We're living in, 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 in uh, the informational era where it doesn't take that much to fact check anybody. Facts. So now, I just, I'm, I'm an investor that made his wealth through real estate that happens to have a social media platform and that happens to have um, um, masterminds and training. But my core way of making money is in so real estate. I appreciate the social media platforms, but if they all die tomorrow, don't forget MySpace had its turn, right? So don't think that Instagram, and I love Instagram and what it do for me, but don't think that there's not gonna be another Goliath coming around. If Instagram died tomorrow, I'm gonna be just fine. Yep. Not that I wanted to Instagram, <laughs> right? Right, right? I'm going to be just fine. So now if you're going to go and you want to speak, and I could only speak on real estate, challenge the person that you're dealing with. Challenge the person. You claiming that you're doing X, Y, Z. It ain't that difficult for you to have that person pull up some deeds. I could show you some deeds right now, I already bro. know it. You already, you already did. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not that difficult for you to fact check if this person owns properties or not. It's not that difficult. So don't be blinded by the glitz and the glamours of something that's odds are is being rented anyways. Mm. Don't, be, don't be blinded by that. That's the reason why when you and I speak and I spoke to you and I told you that um, um, a lot of the toys, I showed you the toys that I got. Mm. I showed you, the, I don't lead with that because I don't want that to be blinded from the, from the, the message. The message. I, didn't, I don't want that. So too many people are being blinded by the glitz, the glamour, and the supposed, and you not realizing customers out here, you, you, you funding that lifestyle. Yep. You funded that lifestyle. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Not the business of what you came to learn from that person that didn't fund the lifestyle that they're portraying to you. So ask questions. 
Hold them accountable. Fact check it. I tell my students all day, don't believe a word I tell you, man. The property I'm showing you, if it don't belong to me, what I told you, I got, got $10,000 for you. If you could show me that, that property I'm showing you and I'm walking you through and I'm giving you numbers on how much I generate, how I was able to generate it, the rehab course it cost me, and what's my ultimate finish line with this property, if I'm capping, I got 10 grand for you. you I, you because here's the reason why I do this. It's, called, it's, it's really called respect. Just think about it, right? It's called respect. You trust in me and you say, you say to me, well, you know, I believe in you and whatever it is and you invest in me. That's serious, bro. Very. That's serious, my man. So you have a right in, as you are investing in me to have questions answered for you that you need to have answered for you. They're no different than if you go to your doctor and, you're, and, and you find that you got a tumor in your chest and the guy's about to gut you open and you ask him, can I see your credentials, please? And he tells you, just take my word for it. You have a right for you to see the, 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 the qualifications for this person that's about to open you up and make a whole bunch yeah, of money, money at the same time. So it's just a respect thing. And I just think that the audience is smart enough. You guys are not stupid. All right. You guys aren't stupid. Hold the people accountable. Hold them accountable. Mm, that's simple. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's as simple as it can get right there. I love that. And getting like... Getting back into real estate, on uh, the part one, you talked about going through it, the, the first deal and how it set you back, put you in the red. What would you do differently now if you was entering, like if you was doing that same deal, going through that process, what would you do differently now? The first, first, first problem? Yeah. I would have properly educated myself. So you would have, you wouldn't even wait, you wouldn't even gotten into real estate, you would have been self-educating. I would have self-educate. Or educate, or, or or get myself a solid mentor, right. or something. Honestly, I would have done that because I proved that buying real estate is easy. Anybody can buy real estate. Anybody can buy real estate. You don't need to be that intelligent to do it. Not to cut you off, but you know what people hear, yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna be like, "But I ain't got no money." What you mean is easy? Well, the thing is, is that you just put in you're you're putting. You're, you're blocking your blessings because you're trying to find an excuse. Everybody can buy real estate and everybody got the money. Everybody got mm, the money. Okay. Now, here's what it is. What you chose to do with the money, <laughs> it's a whole different That's conversation. Whole different, right, 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 right. Everybody got the money, bro. Majority of the people that I speak to that says that, but I ain't got the money, I ask them, what are you driving? That's the answer right there. How many vacations you went to last year? Because I saw you popping it last year. You was in Dubai, and then you was in Jamaica, and then you was in Vegas. How many designer fits? You how many, yo, how many Louis, Louis Vuitton bags do you own? Everybody got the money. Mm. Everybody got the money. It's what you choose to do with the money. Everybody got the money through their retirement fund. Everybody got their money if they came up through taxes. Everybody got the money if they came up through a, through a move, you know, and you- PPP. Thank you. You know, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got the money. It's what you choose to do with the money. So going back to saying about real estate, when I say anybody can buy real estate, I proved it when I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have that much money at the time when I bought it. They were giving out loans just like they were doing, uh, they're doing today. Bank of America just announced 
that they're going to be giving people mortgages with no money down. Yeah. It's no different than what happened in 2004. The only thing that changed is the name. That's it. That's all that happened. So you want to get into a real estate and buy a real estate and you really put your mind to it, you can make it happen. Mm. But now the question is, did I buy a deal or not? I got, I, got, I got a question for you. Speaking on, you said Bank of America, no money down. It's a lot of people that are seeing their, uh, the articles or seeing it on social media and they're like, oh, it's lit. This is a good thing. Yeah. What's your thought process on that? Um, understand where you at and what your ultimate goals are. If you're looking to be an investor, if you're looking to be an investor, you got to be extremely careful in the process of how you're doing it because the odds are just a fact the property that you're going to be acquiring in the manner of how you're buying it is not going to be a cash flowing asset for you or extremely limited. That's one. If you're buying it, understanding that, and you're okay with paying retail, then cool, buy it because you understand that. But if you're saying that you're going to be utilizing something like that, like that type of a deal or FHA or VA or NACA, whatever you want to use, I don't care what you choose to use. What's your end goal with that? So with the end goal with that, the majority of the type of properties that I see that people are able to acquire with that, they have to pay top dollar for it. They have to pay top dollar for it. Mm -hmm. they ain't been, They're not putting anything down. And right. then on top of that, the other type of properties that you would be wanting to buy, that you run away from, you wouldn't be qualified to utilize that for those type of programs anyways. I give an example. If you're using your VA loan, or if you're using FHA loan, or if you're using NACA, you can't buy an investment. You can't buy an investment property with that property, as um um um, because it's your primary residence unless you're living there, right? Two, if it's not habitable, when they say habitable, habitable habitable could mean that the utilities must be put on, the windows all must be functioning, no crack windows, handrails, safety conditions must be in order. If they're not. You cannot buy those properties because they will never approve you to do it. So since you can't buy those properties, the sellers of those properties or those are the type of properties that I want, that you want, aren't going to entertain that because I'm not going to install handrails when I'm about to lose my house, when I got a whole bunch of other people willing to give me cash potentially, right? So using those programs are great. But what happens is, is I, with a lot of people I encountered, I met a gentleman, he used one of the programs. He was buying the program and he was buying this property literally in New Jersey for $750,000. He was buying the property. I told you, you know, it's the same recurring thing we were talking before. Yep. He was, you, I don't want to use program because I don't want nobody thinking I'm throwing shots at them because I'm really not throwing right, shots right, right, at them. Right, right, I'm just right. being real. Right. When he had the conversation, he was paying down to buy down the points and the mortgage lender was encouraging him to do it. And he spent over $60,000 just buying down points and other miscellaneous things. The reason why he did it is because he wanted to get the lowest interest rate possible. So you know how people keep talking about interest rates, interest rates, interest rates. And I told you in the last recording that I don't care about interest rates. It's not about the interest rate, it's about the deal. He spent all this money to reduce his interest rate below, it was well below 3%. And he thought that he won. He was ecstatic because he got a low interest rate. Next question I asked him is, how much is that property worth? You know how much the property is worth? $750,000. Cool. The guidelines for those programs, he's qualified. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. 
But the goal of the acquisition of that property is for that property to cash flow because he's looking to start building wealth for him and his family. So in the manner that you just finished buying that property, I asked him, what was your net cash flow going to be after all expenses paid? He was barely clearing $400 a month. So I asked him, are you okay with the $400 a month? Hell no. No, he said, hell yes. So I asked him, you're okay with $400 a month, why? I'm not going to tell you. I need you to say it for yourself. He told me, bro, I'm just happy that I'm in the game. We need to stop that attitude. We need to stop that attitude that we, at least we were in the game. Because the game that he's playing, he's about to get killed. So I said to him, not a problem. So anything you do in real estate, which we were talking about earlier, if you can't double it, quadruple it, 10 exit, and in the, ma in, in, in the process of you doing that, because we're all here to get to scale, right? We yeah. said we're here to get to scale. So as you're scaling, if it still does not make sense as you grow, and that means you're doing something wrong. So I told him, you bought a property that's worth $750,000, so let's buy another property for $750,000, because you said it's no big deal. That means you in debt for $1.5 million, which means you'll be making $800 a month. You know what happened then? It didn't taste so good at that point. Then I told him that there's a problem there. Then I broke down and explained to him why. And then I also explained to him, bro, you cannot refi. Hear this, brother, because people are doing those strategies because their intentions is to do the birth strategy and refinance. The birth strategy would never work. Can I explain why? Explain. Okay. You maxed out the property at $750,000. The only way the birth strategy works is if you have equity in the property. The only way that you can get equity in the property in a scenario like that, because you paid it at the top dollar, is you're waiting on appreciation. Right. Appreciation, the majority of appreciation across the country on average is 3% a year. And the banks are only looking to refinance you, the average banks, at 70%. So that means that that property would have to appreciate to be worth over a million dollars roughly just so you could break even on the, on the refi of 750000 because 70% of 100000 is 700000 You still ain't make no money yet. You still ain't make no money yet. But if you did do that, you know what ends up happening? His interest rate was super low that he paid tens of thousands of dollars for. He can't even refinance because if he even goes to 5%, and everybody's crying about the six and a half that we at today. Yeah. At 5%, his mortgage gets blown out. He's dead in the water. So just because you're getting into these programs don't mean that it's a deal. So if you're going to use these programs so that you can get a deal and you're going to acquire it correctly, I'm going to applaud you. Go ahead and do it. But the majority of the people I encounter, that's not that's what not they're the doing. They're just excited that they got to the closing table. Yeah, you're right. You, yo, you said... That when I never heard nobody break it down like that because our last conversation when I was like, um, it's dope that a lot of people get in the game. He was like, no, it's not. And when you explain it like that, you right, bro. Yeah. That Because people are getting in the game just to get slaughtered, lose money, lose a home. For what? To be right back at ground what, zero. What happened in 2020? Listen to me, bro. 2020, 2021. I could talk to this camera here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020. 2021, 2022 is a repeat of 2006 to 2008-2009. That's all it is. People were buying properties in 2020 to 2022, even now in 2023, 
paying above market 10%, 20% above market. You're having people that are buying properties that were only worth $300,000 are willing to put up another $30,000, $40,000 because they just got to buy real estate. They just have to do it. You're at the top of the market. The property values are not, wherever we're at now, we're at the ceiling. Even if we're not at the ceiling, how much more do you think property values are going to go up? No. Another 20%? No. Okay. So wherever we at, we're already at its peak. Those people that bought those properties are stuck. You can't do nothing. Why? Because you keep bragging about the fact you bought a property at a 2% at a, at a interest rate. Who cares? <laughs> You're right. You're right. You know what people keep bragging about? They're bragging to people, not how much money that they're making. No. They're bragging about that they got an interest rate. Who cares? I'm about to close on a property. The one I was just, I keep referring to him about the one I'm showing you because all the way to right here, I'm keep showing them properties that I own. Right. And I'm showing them right. the bank statements. I'm showing them the right. mortgage statements. That property I just showed you, the five unit, I'm closing on an interest rate of eight and a quarter and I'm ecstatic. I'm closing at an 8.25%. Maybe it might go down a little bit because, you know, uh, I still got another two to three weeks to close, but I'm at an 8.25% close and I'm ecstatic. Let me tell you why? Mm -hmm. Okay, because the reason why, the way that I bought the property, I bought the property with none of my own money. I bought the property with none of my own money. So people that are saying that, yeah, you're just saying that because you got the experience. Yes, one, you correct because experience is important, but because I had a strategy and I had a game plan. So I bought the property. We could talk about numbers on that if you want, but I bought yeah, the property yeah. with none of my own money, got the property rehab. I bought the property for $255,000. The property is worth $625,000. Even at the 8% interest rate, the 8% interest rate, my net cash flow after expenses, because the property I showed you is generating, it will generate, and I might do better than that, $8,300 a month, gross. My mortgage on that is $2,600, and that's taxes, insurance, principal, interest. Of course, you're going to say miscellaneous, so I'll give it to you. Take off another couple of hundred dollars. I'll be clearing well over $5,000 plus. I didn't even tell you about the washing machine and dryers that I got in there, too. I didn't even count that for you yet. I put washer and dryers in there too. I didn't even show you that I have the, another area in the building where me and the guy was standing in. I'm putting three storage units. I'll, go, I'll be able to get at least $500 per month out of them. That's another $1,500. I'm just talking about the core property. So what do I care about an 8% interest rate? Right. So now what ends up happening? Interest rates will go back down. If I'm cash flowing at an 8% interest rate and I'm claiming over $5,500 a month, over $60,000, a year in net income. We're not talking, we count the gross, the gross, you know where we at, yeah. right? If I'm able to do that, I can refinance when interest rates pull back because it's going to pull back. Right. MG the mortgage guy would tell y'all that. So if I refinance at a 5% and I'm already clearing what I'm clearing, what you think is going to happen? Mm, you're going to eat. You got what I'm saying? But when you back yourself into a corner, like a lot of these people did with a 2% interest rate, you are stuck. You cannot do nothing. No refinance, no burst strategy. You'll probably won't even be able to do a home equity line of credit. You're stuck. And you couldn't depend on a lender to explain that to you or mortgage right. lender to explain that to you because they're not investors, the majority of them. So they don't understand.
And it ain't their job. And you can't expect the realtor to explain it to you because they're not uh, investors. They're salesmen, respectfully. So this is what I this is what I talk about when I say the importance of being clear and intentional with your strategy and why. Mm. Man, yo, it's, hey, like I said in the beginning, y'all paying attention, y'all watching, y'all better make sure y'all pay attention, get y'all notepads out, take these notes, cause he giving out some um some real valuable game regarding real estate. And I want to ask something that something that um you was talking about. Earlier, you talked about, um, and this it really stuck with me. You talked about generational wealth because I feel the same way you feel about it. I feel like it's become just a damn tagline for 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 clicks and yes. for likes yes. and engagement and yes. to sell the course. It's like it's completely became a buzzword that lost all its value. Completely. I feel completely. Yeah, right. Completely, completely. Yeah, I've I've, I've been feeling the same and way. Then, and and the buzzword it uh, hits at your heart. Think of you being a mother. A single mother, let's just say, or or father, and then you're looking at your babies, and then you got somebody on the screen talking about generational wealth, and in between the generational wealth comment, they making it implying to you that you're not doing enough for your kid. Right. You know what that you know what that does to you. I don't know any parent that doesn't love their kid that they won't give their last to do it. Facts. And then if their last potentially is gonna be giving it to this supposed guru online. Because this person is going to help me to help my kid become generationally uh, or generationally free or generational wealth. I'm using the wrong term. That's effed up, man. That's effed up. I agree. That's why I tell everybody, don't get caught up with that generational wealth crap. Because the key word to it is generational, not generation. That's the key word, key. generational. You still want to live your life too, people. Hey, everybody in your 30s and your 40s, you still want to get it lit and get it popping too, right? Yep. You still want to drive a nice car. You still want to eat some good food too, right? Absolutely. But when you listen to, the, to, the, to, to these people that are uh, um, tugging at your heart, you don't even want to go and, 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 and eat some filet mignon. You feel guilty about that. That's a trick. That's a trick. Don't get caught up in that. So I tell everybody, live your best life. Run your own race. Do the best that you can to the ability that God gave you. And pass the baton on. Pass the baton. Handle your business. Handle your business. And then mm -hmm. live your life too. Mm -hmm. Just because you have kids don't mean that your life stops. You still want to look fly too. Facts. Right? You still want to You still want to enjoy what you worked hard for too. Mm -hmm. Right? So don't get caught up with that. Mm, that's Hey, I love that message, bro. Because cause I ain't gonna, I said this on a couple ep episodes ago. I said I, I had to get to this point where I had to kind of check myself. Because anytime I heard the term generational weapon, it almost pissed me off. Because people just... Yeah. It's a buzzword now. They completely like mis misunderstood what that is. You want generational wealth? Meet me at the back. Fifty thousand dollars. Right. No, that's really what right? it is though. Right. I'm gonna show you. Yo, my man. Oh, let me shut up. <laughs> let me shut up. Man. Let me, let me, man. Yo, yo. But talk about this though, because. You took hella L's. You said you lost it all three times getting in this game. I want you to talk about your mentality. To keep it going, like what, like where does that mentality come from to keep going after taking L, L, L? Because we, we like this, like we said earlier, most people, the first L they said, real estate not for me, I'm not doing it no more. So where you get this mentality from? I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I gotta give it to God, man. I got this unbelievable belief in myself, man. Even when I don't believe in myself, I have this unbelievable belief in myself. And let me tell you something, man. I tell you a story, bro. 
um, right before I turned, I turned the corner, I was, I was in my home. I wasn't, not in the house I live in now. And I was amongst with my lady and our family and our friends. Yo, I'm sitting there. You know when you want to cry and you feel it in your throat? Yep. So I'm in my house and yo, and I'm living this lie, bro. The image looked great. Um, like I told you with the, the car, I had a, 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 a brand new Lexus. Um, I was making decent money where I was working at. Um, the, you know, I, I, was, I was paying the majority of the bills. Nobody knew what I was dealing with. I was effed up, bro. My back was against the wall. Everybody, I tell everybody, I understand. I understand. I'm you. My back was against the wall, bro. The rent's got to be paid. Utilities got to get paid. I wanted to cry because I'm lying to everybody, including me. I just want to cry. I don't know what hit me. So I had to go to my room. So luckily my bedroom had its own bathroom. So I go in there. So I locked the main door. My girl didn't know I was in there doing that. Locked the main door to my bedroom, walked to the bathroom and locked that shit. When I locked it, my man, I don't know what happened. I started crying like I'm nine years old, bro. Crying. And when I'm crying, my hands is on top of the sink. Yo, I'm also gonna cry now, bro. Yo, it's touching. Yo, it's powerful. My hands is on the sink. I'm just letting it go, man. The train is, is falling on there. Letting it go. But in my mind, I'm telling myself, look at yourself, man. Look at yourself in the mirror. And I, as I'm saying, look myself in the mirror, I'm fighting myself like, nah, I can't do it. I can't look at myself, but I fought myself. And as I'm looking myself up and I look myself up and, and now I'm seeing myself. Right? Can't fake that. Can't fake that. You know, that day I said, listen, man, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a prideful man. I don't care if I lie to everybody, all 7 billion people on this planet. Yo, Welby, you, if you need to lie to everybody on this planet to keep your mind straight, keep doing it. But don't lie to yourself. Yo, <laughs> yo, bro, 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 bro. Yo, family, you see the tears of my family? When I tell you, bro, when I tell you, my man, I was suicidal. I was, um, mm, yo, bro. Take your time, dog. Take your bro. time. I said, don't lie to yourself. So I went, washed my face, cleaned myself up real good. Nobody knew nothing. And I walked out that room with my head up and walked back out. That day I said, I ain't lying to myself no more, man. My back is against the wall, man. Yo, I had one foot on a sheet of ice and another foot on a banana peel, bro. All it took was one slip up, bro. And my lady didn't even know we'd be homeless, man. I said, yo, I'm gonna get to work, bro. Everybody was teasing me. Y'all know who I'm talking to. Laughing at me when it's time I'm working. Everybody leaving Friday. Friday time is party time. Well, we were still working, 12 hour shifts. Saturdays, people was too hungover or whatever. Well, we went up and got up and went to work. They were giving me time and a half, I'm working it. People thinking that I'm like possessed or something, there's wrong, something wrong with me, whatever. 
I had to build my monies up. I had to get my credit right. My twin brother got my credit right. So my credit went from a 530 to a seven and some change. Today it's an 849. And I went to work. And I said, I'm going to work and I'm going to start hustling. I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to start doing what I got to do to bet on me. And that's what I started doing. And no matter how many times I got punched in the face, I got disappointed with myself. I know I can do it. There's nothing that I don't want to do I can't do, bro. Nothing. If I want it, yo, bro, everything in my life I've wanted to achieve, 99.9% .9 of it, I've done it. Mm. Everything. My twin brother, me and my twin brother together went to war with the world, bro. Weldon. That's my twin brother. Ace one credit underscore, I can change your life if you need your credit right. My brother, when we got our credit destroyed, I got to say this to you. We was looking for somebody to get us right. We have a lot of quacks out here that see that you are desperate because you messed your credit up. Nobody messes their credit up for free. Nobody messes their credit up for free. Whatever reason why your credit is messed up, you benefited from it. I don't care if it was to pay a credit card bill. I don't care if it was to go on vacation. Whatever it was, everybody benefited on it. When we were trying to get it fixed, everybody took advantage of us. Mm -hmm. My brother said, I'm going to learn the game. He learned the game, and he got me lit. He got me lit. He got himself lit. I knew that. I know that credit. I don't care how much money you got in your bank account. Whatever you got in your bank account with credit, you can multiply it times 10. So I understood the power of it. So I started utilizing my belief in myself. I said, I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to be strategic with what I do. I'm going to move forward with what I do. I know I'm going to get punched in the face, but I know I can do it. Part of the game. Yo, my man, I didn't realize I was a millionaire years into it. I didn't even realize it. How, what made you realize it? My head was so deep into what I'm doing. You weren't paying attention. I wasn't score. paying attention. Real talk. And then one day, I sat down and I did. I was doing my homework on it. All the money I spent buying these properties, these rental properties. Wait a minute! I recouped all my money back, literally. My down payment money and my rehab costs. I recouped all my money back because my properties cash flow like that. I recouped all my money back. Then I started. Wait a minute! The property values are much more than what I really I acquired it for. I pulled an X amount. I started to do the math. I called up my accountant. Yo, Evans, shout out to Evans. Yo, Evans, you know that I'm worth over a million dollars? Because we never talked about it. We never talked about it. He just did my tax. Yeah, well, be, that's, you've been like that two, three years ago. Damn. I, everything <laughs> I love. On everything I love. So that's why I feel uncomfortable even to this day even saying it. Even saying it feels weird to me even saying it because... What you thought you were going to feel when you get to that, it was not like that. It's not like that. At all. No. The work still go on. The work still goes on. Because as soon as you stop working, the money. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the cash flow was no, good. The cash flow. Right, the right. Cash the flow cash happens, flow there. Man. That's yeah, there. Absolutely. Damn. So you, but that's the power. But was, was two things I want to say. That's so powerful because to go from knock down to zero three different times, build yourself up into a multi-millionaire, incredible. And also the fact that you kept working, that you didn't even know your network. You was working so hard, your head down. You're not even keeping with. You're not even keeping up with the score. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's that alone says a lot about who you are as a person. For real. You know what I did though. Um, 
I, I, I really, really, really admire Robert Kiyosaki, Rich mm, Dad Poor Dad. I really, really, really admire him. Why is that? His mindset, the way he think about it, the way he looks at real estate. I don't buy into everything that he does. Right. And he says, I'm not chasing, he says to me, I'm not chasing, uh, I don't want to say it wrong. Essentially, he says, I'm chasing cash flow. So, because people will say, how much is your net worth? And he says, I don't care about that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he that's says that all the time. Yeah. So that's why with me, I don't care about that. I don't throw that. I don't throw that on people, man. I don't. That, so I don't throw. On, Hello, my name is Welby Asselli, the multimillionaire. I don't throw that. I'm chasing cash flow. I'm chasing. Here's the thing. Money is like death. We all going to die. All of us are going to die. Right. So the goal for us taking care of ourselves, the reason why we try to be healthy, work out and everything is that we're trying to run away as far as possible from death. Yep. So we can live as much as possible, even though we all have an expiration date. Money is exactly the same thing. Equivalent to wealth. Think about it. Economically, the majority of America, 70% even of Americans that are making six figures are living check to check. check. Which means that their economic death is one week away. You understand what I'm saying to you? How, how many people are out here one week, one day, one month, one week, year away from their death economically? So my goal has been how far along can I run away personally? Before I started think, thinking about generational wealth or what I'm going to leave my potential kids or my nieces or my nephews, what about Welby, man? You got to put that mask on like you're doing an airplane first because I can't do nothing else for, for nobody else if I'm out, right? right. So I had to position myself for whatever my economic position is, whatever it have been, 5000 a month, 10000 a month, 50000 a month, same for everybody else. Everybody got their own race. What do I have to do to position myself that... I, if I maintain this, this is good enough for me for a lifetime, my lifetime. And if the loved ones take do right by me, you can have it too when I'm out of here. I'll, pa I'll, I'll pass it on to you. Who cares? I'm dead. Yo, bro, me and my brother talk all the time, and sometimes we like, me and my twin brother talk all the time and say, yo, remember Weldon? Remember what we went through? Remember when we went this? We went that? And then for what we're able to do now? My S-Class Benz, everybody saying to me, that's the first brand new car I ever bought in my life with zero miles on it, even with accomplishing what I did. And I said that I'm not going to buy that car unless I buy me an asset that's going to pay for that Thank car you. and put money in my pocket on top of that. I put in that work so I can do something like that. I'm not chasing nobody. I'm not trying to be better than nobody. I'm going to run my race. Mm. And that's everything. That's, that's everything. All, that's all you can do. That's everything. That's all. That that that, that man. You, you just you, man. This so this so powerful, man. And I wanna um. This probably this this is my final question I got for you. So for the so the person that's watching this, listening to this, right? They were they 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 at where you was at when you uh lost on your first deal when you lost everything. They right there and they like ready to give up and say, man, forget this, like. It's over. My life over. What's your best piece of actionable advice for that person to take so they could keep moving forward with, with, with some inspiration? I'm going to tell you three things if I can. Go ahead. 
First thing I'm going to tell you, number one thing I'm going to tell you, is to bet on yourself. That's the number one thing I'm going to tell you. And when I say bet on yourself, I mean truly, with conviction, truly bet on yourself. That's the first thing that I would tell you to do. The second thing that I would tell you to do, properly educate yourself. Truly educate yourself. Don't take bits and pieces and think because you went on YouTube real quick and you put some little snips here and snips there that you got it because you don't. Because I haven't even given you a scratch to the surface of what I got in my head. Not even a scratch to what I got in my head. Right? So properly, properly educate yourself either by doing it yourself or get yourself and align yourself up with a solid mentor. A solid mentor will shorten your learning curve in ways that you can't even imagine. My mentees, my students, man, Latoya Washington and her brother, excuse me, and her brother, and her husband, Kevin Washington out of Virginia, reach out to them and they'll tell you where, they, where, where you are now is where they were at a year ago. Mm. Where you are right now is where they were at a year ago. And to date, a year later, 13 months later, they've done over 13 properties and pocketed in their pocket net, not gross, over a half a million dollars. Tag me, DM me, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll send you their info, reach out to them, they'll tell you themselves. That's the second thing I tell you, make sure you get yourself a second thing. Second thing I tell you, to get yourself a solid, a, a solid mentor mm -hmm. or properly educate yourself. And the third thing I'm gonna tell you to do, keep working it. Keep working it until it works. Don't stop. Mm, as simple as that. Simple as that. Man, that's 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 all right. My, my, my bad. This is my final thing. I meant to say this earlier. It slipped my mind. How many flips you done? I, in the last five years, it's been. Well, I still have it on my Instagram as 120, but it's a little bit more than that now. So in the last five years, I did over 120. In the last five years. If you mind sharing this, if you don't mind sharing, you could definitely be like, no, I ain't gonna share that. How much from all the flips combined? How much you think you made? Um, my average return on my on my profit on my profits seventy thousand during that period of time. That's my average. But then we understand people don't get crazy about it. I take my money, I reinvest back in my business. Right, right. So uh, if you want to if you want to average out of seventy thousand, but then of course now during the pandemic it went stupid that the average was about a hundred thousand. So, but between, between, uh, in the last five years, I've did over 120 plus and the average, average returns around 70,000 plus on each property. 120 flips is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And, but I want to say this for y'all listening. It don't happen overnight. Y'all see, y'all hear his story. Y'all see what he been through. You can't expect to hear this one again, the game, start getting the game next month. And think by the end of 2023, you're going to flip 100 yourself too. You and know what but, I'm but, but forget about the name. Excuse me, the name. Forget about the number, the 120. Who right. cares? Right. Who cares? Because I got my bro, Jude, Jude Bernard, another Haitian brother. He does maybe one a year. But they big. What? He does <laughs> one a year and, 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 and is making what I made over 20. Damn. Which is why I tell everybody, stop getting caught up with people throwing these numbers in front of you because most of them are capping anyways. That's facts. I'm only able to do that because my market allowed me to. I want people to understand you need to look at yourself as Batman and Batwoman with your utility belt. You need to have enough skill sets to be able to pivot what the market gives you. So with the market going up or down, recession or no recession, I don't care. It don't matter. So if it means I got to pull back on flips because the market is in a, in, a, in a certain position, so you need to maybe pull back a little bit on flips and instead of doing 20, 30, maybe I'm going to do two or three. 
I'm going to pivot and do something else. Okay, I'm going to go heavy on buying me more rentals. Or maybe, guess what? I'm going to sit my ass down for a minute and be, and be patient and be strategic. Mm. You understand? Mm. A lot of the properties that you guys are seeing me uh, are, present, are presented to you is what I worked on seven months ago. So the results that you're looking at today is on work I've been doing six, seven months ago. Let's talk That's about powerful. that. You understand? So what I want everybody to do is focus on your one. Screw LB. Forget about me. Focus on your one. You do your one deal correctly. Flip, buy and hold, wholesale. I promise you it will change your life. Mm -hmm. In a positive way. I guarantee it. You're right. Yep. One correct rental property. Yep. If you buy it correctly and you do it right, will change your life. You're not gonna see time the same. You damn sure not gonna see money the same when you get that check. Right now, brother, I got over. Right now, maybe it's less now. Maybe it's 19 apartments I got vacant. Right now, mm -hmm. I got vacant. Years ago, I'd have been desperate. You know how it goes, everybody. You don't want to go through the the pain of a tenant leaving or or right. you kicking out. Oh no! As soon as a person get in, you got to put somebody out. I worked hard enough that I take my time for my team to get the right people, but I fact check it. So at 19 apartments currently that's vacant, that at a, on an average of 1550 a month. Ooh, most people go, they would have been going crazy. And guess what? And I'm still net, net positive. I'm still net positive. The relationships that I have with the, we haven't even talked about that. The relationships I have with the city, with the programs, they, I showed it to you. You showed me. I showed you the amount of people hitting me up for apartments. You did. You showed me. I'm like, nah, I don't want to get, I don't want that I, person. No. I ain't even going to let you say it because people, just in case people don't believe me, he showed me this week alone, that was at least like 50 messages from people that's trying to rent your your apartment. More than that. Yeah, more than that. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 but it is, I'm thankful with COVID. When the, you, the tenants weren't paying their rent, I was still net cash positive. When the tenants weren't paying their rent. And guess what? Thank you, COVID-19. <laughs> because the people that thought they were getting over with, your, with the PPP schemes and, and, and I don't have to pay my rent because the government said the people that are complaining that the rents are high, there's a cause and effect to it. It is. Absolutely. So now landlords that got screwed out on their rent they raise the price. They raise the price. And then they're more tighter and, and more stringent on on the on what they want for you to be qualified to rent their place. Cause and effect. There's a everything. cause and effect to everything. everything. So that being said, because I, I appreciate you, Xavier, you, you 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 sharing your platform with me. Everybody, 2023, 2024, 2025 is what you've been waiting for. The transfer of wealth, and I'm not talking about from uh black black to blacks or white to black or any i don't care about none of that in this in this conversation we're talking about from the rich to poor and vice versa the wealth transfer is going to be amazing so it's either now you're going to be prepared for it so you could capitalize on it or you're going to get ran over brandon it's going to be wider than it's ever been I'm telling you is you, you so pick a side i know the side i want to be in i know the side i'm going to be in so the bloodbath that's going to be out there, the opportunities on the houses, I'm ready. I'm talking about in my environment where I'm looking at, I'm ready. So mm. get yourself ready, people. Please get yourself ready. Mm. You can't end it better than that, man. And I just want to say one more time before we wrap up, 
Bro, I really, really appreciate you blessing my platform with this no, information in this man. game, man. No, listen, man, I thank you. I told you that, you know, there's a lot of platforms out there, and and and, and you're one of the ones that I, I have a lot of respect. So I came, up, I came up to you like a fan. Like, bro, I, pre <laughs> I appreciate thank you sharing you. No, this I'll... with me, man. Thank you. I really thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, man. You know. No problem, man. Yeah. This, this, this was love, man. This was, this, this was amazing, for real. But plug all your stuff where people can follow you. Become a mentee. Programs, everything you got. Thank you, thank play. you. So I got a my, the the name is at my best one nine seven a t m y b e s t one nine seven on Instagram and all the other platforms. Um, the uh, what I got to offer you guys is the number one um online training live with me is called the Flips the Profits Mastermind. It's a five week training twice a week with me for five weeks the the training is intense it's live i'm going to be introducing you to all of my resources all of my family and all of my friends because i want you guys to understand that you could do the exact same thing i'm doing i also i don't the the, the current mastermind is about to end in the end of april and then my next mastermind will be announced maybe in another two to three months but what's gonna be happening almost immediately in about another couple of weeks is gonna be the real estate kickstart with at my best 197 so if you in a position right now that you just don't know how to get started it's going to be a two-week training live with me there's no bait and switch there's none of this pictures showing me and it's going to be somebody else i lead it 100 of the way i'm there 100 of the way and everybody that's with me gets my direct phone number my direct phone number you get me directly and then the next one i'm going to also have is going to be called the rents the rents to profits mastermind so i'm going to be laying out the whole place all of those things when you get them all in, in, in collection it's going to actually break down to you literally not not from a position of a theory but from a real life application i'm presenting you my real life in my masterminds and everything i'm showing you guys is what i've done and what i'm actually doing today and that you guys can do it too and it does not matter what state that you in it works everywhere so um Thank you again, bro. Man, I appreciate that, it. Man. Hey, everybody listening, tap in, tap in, tap in. Y'all see Webby Authenticity. Y'all see the receipts. Y'all go see his page to see the receipts. I'm telling y'all personally, he showed me the receipts. So he ain't no cap to his, to his life. He telling y'all a real game, real truth, all that. And then wrapping up, y'all can follow me on all platforms. I'm at the official Xavier Miller on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, at Xavier C. Miller. And you can follow Millionaire Mindsets Podcast on all platforms as well. That's at Millionaire Mindsets Pod. And that's all I got for y'all on this episode of Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. Appreciate y'all listening. See you guys next episode. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant